better late than never. That's what I we always say <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. What podcast is that? Why a whole, a whole new, new pod podcast yes. pod. Hey, that's this podcast. This one right here. A whole here. new pod. A whole it's new. a podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. That's right. And us uh, doing the watching and the talking and the reviewing of them. Yes. I'm Lucas Melby. And I'm Jacob Telegen. And we are both negative. Nancy's. On coronavirus, but oh, positive yes. on Disney Channel original yeah. movies. Lucas, however, did have a scare. Yes, that is the, the re- reason for us being better late than never this week. Is uh, Last week would have been our weekend to record, no. but I was sick with what I assume was the flu. But it is hard to tell what is the coronavirus and what is the flu since they have very similar symptoms and I was not throwing up which would make it more clearly the flu, but had... He seems to be better today. Had a fever, some aches and chills. Minnesota is getting increasing cases, but still limited. None reported in our area. Yeah. But, you know, that shit's about to pop off. Yes. But you know what? There's a lot happening in the real world. It's stressing us out. Things getting canceled. Future uncertain. But we know what you're here for. You're getting enough of that already. You want a safe space to just hear some... To escape. Hear some nobodies talk for far too long about movies that you'll never watch, but you enjoy us talking about them anyways. Because, I I mean, now you can't go to Disneyland or Disney World, so you might as well listen to Disney podcasts. Yes. So, we might be a little all over the place because, you know... Stuff is happening with us, too. The world is crazy, but we're going to try to our best to put that aside and focus on this movie we watched today. Focus, focus, focus. Which focus. is a unique situation because we watched the Jet Jackson movie. Yes. I was trying to think. The real Jet Jackson? So the, it's called the Jet Jackson movie. Okay. But it's based on the Disney Channel show called The Famous Jet Jackson, oh. I believe. And this is the first movie that we've done that's had a TV show? As far as I recall, we will. I think the Even Stevens movie is 2003. There's a couple of them. This will definitely become a train. Maybe like Lizzie McGuire. I think the Lizzie McGuire movie, that went to theaters, actually. Oh, wow. I think that was too big time. Oh, man. So we are not going to watch Lizzie McGuire movie no. unnecessarily. No, I we guess We might so. have to decide if we watch High School Musical 3 because that was the one I think that went to theaters. Ooh. But yeah, we'll get even Stevens, we'll get, I think, Kim Possible, maybe a yeah. couple of those, yeah. Phineas and Ferb, Wizards of Waverly Place. Proud Family, So maybe. Yes, there is a Proud Family movie. So this is the first of it's many happening. to come where I will not watch the show before watching the movie. And I didn't even know of the famous Jet Jackson. The name sounds familiar, but I don't recall. It does, but it, it could movie. kind of exist in the same way of other shows of that era yeah. where they're named and after only, the was, kid in it. I mean, yeah, a lot of those Harriet the Spy or that wasn't oh. a show, but what was the what was the Nickelodeon one where the girl turns into like a silver puddle? That sounds familiar. Yeah. I have no idea. But we should actually talk about the premise of the famous Jet Jackson because it's actually kind the of show. a unique premise where the character Jet Jackson is played by the black kid Johnny Tsunami. The guy with the cool hat and Johnny Tsunami. He probably real Jet Jack or the famous Jet Jackson would have been a thing when he was on or in Johnny Tsunami. Oh, so maybe. That's Disney Channel he, crossover yeah, there. They do that a lot. And but his character, Jet Jackson, I think he lives in North or South Carolina. And he is the star of a show 
called Silverstone, where he plays yes. the titular character Silverstone, who is a secret agent type yeah. who works for an, uh, an organization called uh, Mom. The acronym is MOM, and it's like something Omega Matrix. Yeah. Mission Omega Matrix. Yeah, which so it's straight out of the Xenon movie. So it is kind of actually, I like a lot of meta narratives and commentary in movies. I love Scream and Cabin in the Woods, where stuff is self-aware. And uh, 30 Rock. 30 Rock is another good example of a yeah. show existing within a show. And my understanding is a lot of the famous Jet Jackson is, you know, the drama of being famous and maybe some of the show's... The show within a show's storylines are reflecting on what's happening in the real world. So I think it's That's... an interesting premise for a kid's show compared yeah. to Something a lot of what existed at the time and exists now where it's dog with the blog. And it was all no. like the, the multi-camera sitcom type shows with laugh tracks. This definitely seemed to have existed in its own space. And, and we, like he had mentioned, we went into this not knowing any background of any of the characters because, you know, like all the other decoms, all they introduced, you know, everybody for the first 10 minutes. We didn't get any of that. It was just kind of like... Which, in a way, was refreshing because I thought it would be less notes for me to take, but it really wasn't as far as notes I took, but it still was kind of neat where sometimes decoms fall into the same tropes as far as characterizations, where this one, there is all these baggage for these characters and they've been developed previously. So this kind of... You've seen movies based on TV shows. A lot of the time, they're just oversized episodes of the TV show. But I would say yeah. this one would not be a typical episode. No, I, I was just thinking that, too. I, of, I, with I, how the plot plays we out. We won't, yeah, I won't mention that quite yet. But one other interesting uh, thing to talk about before we actually get into the movie, because we haven't ooh. mentioned anything about the movie yet, really, no. is that the Jet Jackson TV show. Ended about two to three weeks after this movie, the movie aired. They both ended in June 2001. Which, I, and I was saying to him, it's kind of weird, you know, why not just finish with the movie, finish out, you know, when there's a lot of people tuning in for that final airing. Why go and another something I came across in doing my preliminary research of just the plot of this movie and trying to understand what was going on in the yeah. show is that there's a thing within people who are fans of Disney Channel what is called the 65 episode rule oh. where there are a number of shows that end at the 65th episode. And that's what this had. Jet Jackson ended at 65 episodes. What? Even Stevens ended at 65 episodes, meaning that probably when we is watched even like Stevens years? movie, is that like, yes, it's about three years. And that's weird. I don't know if there's really any official guidance and there's exceptions to the rule. And there were other ones that... Yeah, oh there's a whole... You can type in the 65 episode rule and there's a whole Weird. wiki page of different stuff. Was it just like... I think like, some of it is that it's enough for it to get into syndication then. Or I don't know if it was just money decisions from Disney where it's like this is the amount we'll put in for it. And then we can just coast on syndication or whatever for it. But it does make it weird, especially within the context of the movie with plot points we'll get into as we... So no show ever went over 65 episodes? There are exceptions. Oh, okay. But, like, even some of the cartoons, like, I think... Kim Possible? So Kim Possible stopped at 65 episodes and then later on came back, and that was a break of the rule. I think DuckTales had 100 episodes, but some of the older cartoons like Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers, or the TV cartoons of Aladdin or Little Mermaid or stuff like that. But it's things where you don't really pick up on that because as a kid, you just watch what's on TV. And I think 65 episodes 
also allows them to have enough where they can kind of just run it run always and yeah. flip through different episodes because I had never, never heard of this before. It just seems so weird with this movie coming out and then it ends the show. And I was like 65 episodes and I think I remember seeing something about even Stevens. And then I and encountered all of this discussion. Oh yeah. Lizzie McGuire is another one where it's like these shows, maybe more Lizzie McGuire or even Stevens seem probably at the peak of their popularity. And then they just end a lot of other things like 101 Dalmatians had yeah, 65 so, episodes. Yeah, those Sonic part- the Hedgehog. So yeah, so it might oh, not man. even just been Disney related properties. The Batman, Batman, whoa. So yeah, it's a whole whole thing. Cat dog. This is getting fucking deep. cat dog. Yo, what is up with this? Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So Chippendale Clifford. was one, yeah. What? So yeah, it's not just a Disney thing, but Conan I could definitely. the Adventurer. This is like blowing me out of the water. These are just in the D's. They're still, we gotta go through all those. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of them. Wow. Kids' TV shows aren't treated like normal people's shows. They just have a cutoff whether it makes storyline sense or not. Franklin, Dragon Tales, like literally everything. So. I'm like, okay, let's move on. I'm. I'm and to move on to. Recess. That is a Disney property on, Man, on ABC. That's crazy. So. One last thing to note about the Jet Jackson movie yeah. is it is the first decom we have encountered as we've been watching them since on Disney Plus that is not on Disney Plus. Yeah. Under cool. wraps, of course, we've talked about how the first decom is not on Disney Plus, but this one is not on Disney Plus. Weird. But Disney Why? owns the rights to it, presumably. Yeah. And it's even clearer that they did because it was until. Probably a couple of weeks ago, I had checked. It was on Hulu. So we were planning to use our friend Sam's Hulu subscription to access this movie. Yep. No longer on Hulu. So we had to find a extra legal streaming yeah. solution. But it was also on something called Disney Now. What is that? Is it like a ripoff site? No, it is. What? Before everybody has come up with paid subscription services, they had their subscription services that were still tied to your cable package so i could have gotten onto disney now if i like stole my parents password to log in there where disney now is very disney channel centric you create an avatar and i'm just like i want to see if the jet jackson movie's on here so i picked an avatar which i believe was the main character from zombies he kind of looks like a joker (laughs) though because he's white skin and green hair and then i went to there's a section on there for decoms and they just have like a handful some of the more recent ones and they had the Jet Jackson movie. And I checked it on there a few weeks ago. And then I was like, oh, I'll need to get my dad's login information and so we can gone. watch it. And now by the time we're recording this episode, it wasn't on there anymore. So Disney had the rights to it a few weeks ago. And they lost it? It doesn't make sense because Hulu is also basically owned by Disney because Fox was kind of an owner of but Disney. But it's not on Hulu anymore. No. So, so it's the like, movie just disappeared. Like they don't want it to Disney exist. should be at least the co- licensor of it because they, they it was a co-production it. of disney and like a canadian television company wow. that made the famous jet jackson and it's weird that there's anything that disney made or partially made that they wouldn't just have the rights or bought up the yeah. rights for so it's just a, a frustrating circumstance for Jeez. really only people who do podcasts about disney channel movies but here we are now we watched it in not the best quality but i was not gonna pay money for a movie that should be on disney plus and when i'm already paying for disney plus which is already a service that 
We've talked here and there about how isn't really the best value right now unless you are doing a podcast about Disney Channel original movies. True. But the next movie we'll watch after the Jet Jackson movie also is not on Disney Plus. Oh, God. So... And what what is that going to be? The Jenny Project. Oh, ick. Which I, I knowing we'll movie. get well, that's for the next episode. But knowing what I know about that movie, it's a little more understanding that it's not on Disney Plus. Still think Disney should have the rights to it. But Jet Jackson is a show. The show should be on Disney Plus as well as the movie. So finally, after all of that, the the secret behind the scenes 65 episode details the subscription service woes we have we'll finally get to the jet jackson movie yeah when we get that title card right away outside of like a factory yeah looks like the setting of a batman under wraps <laughs> where they meet up with yeah. the the tax evading old man there and inside there is villains who we don't know but probably should know if we watch the show that will happen with a lot of people in this movie but you're still able to somewhat piece together what's yeah, going no, on yeah no i i i think by movie's end yeah we had a pretty good idea so the villains we meet one we'll eventually learn is the name uh his name is the rat the other yes. we will save for mm. his dramatic reveal of when we learn his name because it is probably our favorite part of the movie mm-hmm. so they're doing some villainous thing making a deal we don't really care or know about what they're doing hard there's a something drops down from the ceiling and we see a blonde girl who is hawk hawk not lady hawk just hawk Hawk. though she is a lady she's like a teenager yeah and then somebody else drops down and it's jet jackson but not because they say yeah oh silverstone so the character he's playing so they ambush them Something happens. There's a long kind of thing where there's a mini fight. Somebody, I don't know, hits something. Sparks flying. Oh, the factory's going to explode. Yes. So it's a dramatic escape sequence. And Jet or Silver Silver, Stone is trying to save. uh, Yeah. So one of the villains is this bald guy. Yes. Who's an evil doctory type or something. And he's going, Jet or Silver's going through the door. He's like, (laughs) hey, come on, bad guy. And the bad guy says, no. Pushes him out, closes the door. And then. Closes the door on himself. And later on, he ends up blaming. He blames Silver. He blames Silver, even though Silver tried to save him. Yeah. The explosion happens. They do kind of, I think they do a dive away from the explosion. Yeah. One of those dramatic action things. And then, cut! Good scene! Yeah, so, so, I mean, for us, never seeing it before, if you you didn't do any research, you'd be like, oh, well, this is weird. This would have been the coolest opening to Decon, probably. I want to see Xenon deal with an explosion. Mm. But it is interesting because there's there's a thing we'll wrestle with as this movie goes along of, what the camera shows us as far as what is what real. What is real and what is and part With of the, the way this works is this implies when they say cut that everything we had seen thus far fake. was fake but also yes. was a single scene. Yes. That they're talking, the heroes show up, there's the explosion, they escape, the explosion happens. That is all one take which is yes. not how television or movies work. But that's what they're implying for us was like, oh, that was a really good one. We got it in the can. We don't need to redo that five minutes of footage. And that is only one of many things where, hey, I'm not a television producer. I'm not in the the industry. I know this is not how television works. And 
it is fun to have a show about a show, but you would hope it a could be a little more a accurate. But it's, hey, cut, and then we're seeing the cast and crew, and we're meeting characters, but not really meeting them because we're supposed to know who they are. But it's like, oh, he's the director. He's the quirky electronics prop guy. And I don't know a lot of these characters' names. I didn't feel the need to look them up. I kind of felt a relief. I told Jacob that, hey, it's not possible for me to know 65 episodes worth of a television show for these characters. No. We're just going to roll with it. Roll with the punches. And speaking of rolling with it, uh, my next notes are, we just have a collection of scenes. We're seeing different scenes of uh, Jet, not Silver, Jet at school. Where he's kind of talking about how he's tired. He's getting wore out from the show. Yeah. We meet his friend JB, who is... Who has no eyes. <laughs> he has a soulless, soulless so, eyes. It was probably the quality of the stream we were watching, which was below 480p. Probably like 240p or something. Yeah. But the way his friend JB always looks, who's just like a 90s ass kid. <laughs> Hawaiian shirt, spiked up hair. Kind of chubby. But his eyes it always just look like... I can't say what drugs, but like LSD or something, where, or PCP, where it's just his pupil is all of his <laughs> iris. It just looks, I said, for people who get the reference, he just looks like uh, he's infected with the black oil oh, alien yeah. virus and from the X-Files. It looks kind of disturbing at times, yeah. but he's a fun, go-lucky guy. He's, he's fun. I, I enjoy what we get of JB. JB? We also meet Kayla, who... Doesn't really play a major role in this movie. Yeah, but... Probably she's a love interest for Jet, yes. and it's probably treated as this is like a culmination of something from the show. Yeah, where I'm sure she's a bigger character, and this is a big payoff for fans in some ways. Yeah. But it does feel like the, to us, it's really it's nothing. It's and that's what's really... so weird of this movie is it's not actually treated necessarily as the finale of the show, but Correct. there's aspects of it that. Like, Kinda, this situation yeah. could feel like, oh, it's a Ross and Rachel finally got together kind no. of thing. No. And then we get some more scenes of the show where it's... We don't know it's It's still very show. elaborate and we're, oh, what's happening? And then it cuts. Oh, cut. cut good take. And it like, feels like a movie we, we went to see in theaters recently. It's an older movie, but Perfect Blue, which is an mm. anime film directed by Satoshi Kon, which no. is directly about uh, an actress... It has similarities to Black Swan, where it's about an actress in a show and or movies, and basically she starts. It's like a psychological thriller, and her reality starts to blend with what's happening in the show. Yeah, and I, the movies cut in a way where it's hard to tell what is real and what is the show. Yeah. and that's not what this movie is going for. No, well, but it's like, like how it comes off. I do know nothing about the show going into it. My idea was like, is this like a like a secret agent playing a secret agent a, in a show? Agent Cody Banks. Yeah, it was. It's. I'm. Yeah. It's. It's. It's confusing. But like. Like after it happens, like three or four more times. Cut. Cut. You know. Then you kind of like. Oh. Okay. But then they throw us a little curveball eventually. So. Well, and actually, part of what my issue is that I knew some of the plot of the movie, yeah. so that kind of colored what I was thinking, and we'll go into that yeah. in a little so, bit. Yeah, we kind of both interpreted what was being shown to us in, in different ways. So then we're also quickly seeing some conflicts set up between these different intercuts. So the big things I have written down, Jeff is not Jeff. Jeff. Jet. Jeff. <laughs> T's can look like Jeff sometimes. Jeff. My name Jeff. I already used the Jeff pretty uh, <laughs> clip, so I can't put that at the end. Jet is not happy with his star life. He doesn't know if he wants to continue on with the show. He's talking to JB like, 
Hey, Jet, I hear you got like a three-year contract coming up. Can you continue the show? Uh, I don't know if I want to do it. Then also something about going to the prom with Kayla. Ooh, it's the junior prom. It's a a cool deal. And then it also seemed that within the show, it seemed like Silver was having some kind of conflict with Hawk. But that doesn't really amount to anything, and no. I might have just been misreading what was happening there. So I, w- I was starting to think probably something that happens in the show where the plot of the show reflects what's happening in reality, and then it all ends with a, a good moral and life lesson about helping out your elders or taking responsibility and not lying. But that's not really what's happening here. And S- Jet starts to have probably problems he's had many times where the shooting schedule of the show is fucking up his life. Yeah. But it is so unclear how it works because I swear there's a time where he goes to school in the morning and then, oh, he's talking to Kayla. The bell rings. He records. Oh, I gotta then... go. And then we see him recording the show and we yeah. assume it's after school. But then he goes back to school after the yeah. scene's done and yeah. then sees Kayla and says, oh, you were going to tell me something, but the belt cut you off earlier today. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's just, yeah, recording full episodes. And and I know child stars, it's period. a tricky thing for them to schedule education. Yeah. A lot of time they have a kind of like a homeschool teacher, whether it's their oh, actual parent or somebody yeah. Yeah. helping them. But for a school to allow this for the student to just be able to take off during well he brought in so much money that is the thing where maybe they allow it he can do whatever he wants we can get ahead of ourselves a little bit where the jet jackson or silverstone is basically a cottage industry for whatever town he's living in where everybody works on it without the show the town is propping up the town town. it's a tax base or something built up around him it doesn't really make sense and we'll get into that as we go along yeah but what Kayla wanted to ask him about was, oh, do you want to go to the prom? No. Sure, I'll go to the prom. But damn it, the shooting schedule fucks it up and he misses the prom. And he shows up at like an hour after it's over. Nobody's there. The janitor's sweeping the floor. But there's still music playing. And his mom's there. And his mom, which we were both like, uh, is, is that, that his mom? mom? Because we, we don't know anything about no. the show. And it was the only thing that really made sense other than yeah. maybe it being a teacher that yeah. he likes. But yeah, it's his mom. And she, I guess, was a chaperone She's for like, a prom yeah, that her you, son didn't go to. <laughs> like, yeah, your girl was looking fine. And he's like, yeah, she's always looking fine. <laughs> and then they have a very early on uh mom son son decom moment that's maybe one of the only ones they have there's also a dad one but yeah they're very abbreviated we also get a grandma one grandma's more more yeah grandma's more yeah this was like it though so this is him he's talking hey you know i don't know if i really want to do the show and it also almost comes off that the mom's like hey i think you should keep doing it we need that bread honey making a lot of money with it we need that bread but ultimately the conclusion they reach is hey you do what's important for you and if that means ending the show so be it so be it It is what it is then the next day at the shoot one of the funniest scenes in the movie happens where it had been set up already that jet had put a cola can on the electronics switchboard that the the tech guy who runs the effects for the show had yeah. So they're filming a scene where there's this kind of Stonehenge-looking portal almost, a, a Stargate or something, if you will. Yes. 
and they're filming the scene and there's a guy just walking around with, with a, a long two by ass, four or, it's probably I, not a two by four it's longer than that yeah but it's a, a two by 16 or something sure. like that yeah some comically long piece of wood and he's just walking around I wouldn't have been surprised if it almost seemed like he went in front of the camera, but no, he just went in front of some crew and he's just doop doo doo and dramatically turns, <laughs> turns. the board to hit this cola can. Yeah, and slowly, it wasn't just like whack, it just no. it bumped it and it just slowly. And it was so over. comically and cartoonish that it only could have been dumber if he went the path he went to dodge a piece <laughs> a giant piece of glass being held by two guys walking around. Oh, sorry, didn't want to crash through your glass or anything kids skateboarding by <laughs> oh no there's the grim reaper it's paper boy the nes game uh so yes the can is on the electronics oh it's starting um, going haywire which uh, then triggers the portal to become active to become a real uh, portal real portal Jeff. and it sucks him in oh yeah I, he doesn't even fall or trip okay, he just gets, he gets sucked, sucked in. back into it and it shows him shooting out the other side and we see him land on his back i think right yeah and then it's implied, and then he's kind of like out he's like knocked yeah, out it's implied that some time has passed and he wakes up kind of oh. people hovering over him yeah uh and it's the characters are hawk, hawk and artemis yes. who's kind of the the q the tech guy they're kind of leader who gives the missions within yes. the mission operations matrix so then Correct. he's like oh wow pretty crazy effect what did you think, Nigel? Yeah, with his Artemis's actual name. name. Yes, and the guy's like, "The fuck you call yeah, he me?" He knows sells it. So then Jet's thinking, "Oh, are you just like super in character? Come on, Nigel." Yeah. And then we cut to, we don't really beat around the bush. It's very clear, very quickly on that two worlds, two worlds exist, and there is a Silverstone and there's a Jet Jackson, and world. they switched places. Yes. So then we see Silver in Jet's world. Correct. Where he's... All the crews over him. He's doing the opposite of talking to Nigel and whatever the hot girl's name is. Calling them by their show names and they're being like, yo, Jet, (laughs) settle down. (laughs) And he's walking around and seeing that the set is not quite what he expects. No. You know, it's it's not fully realized. It's cutoffs in place. He sees The doors are not automatic and open for him. And he sees the cast cast. and crew. Everybody. Who are these people? So... That's kind of funny where he's running around and he have, no. he happens upon, throughout some of these scenes, there's been an agent or a producer hopping around being like, Jet, uh, I need to talk to you about renewing the show. Come on, come back for three more seasons. And this agent, if you remember, he is in Quince. He's the one that's... He plays the exact same role of yeah. money-excited guy same voice, forcing same, things. Yeah, still... Still a dick. So then Silver happens upon a press conference where all these people are coming up. Oh, are you going to do the, the next three seasons or whatever? And he just runs away. Yeah. <laughs> Which gives them the impression that he is not going to keep doing the show. <laughs> so the stuff with Silver in Jet's world is a little goofier and more fun than Jet in Silver's world. Because Silver just comes up, or Jet just comes off as really fucking stupid. Because... Yeah. Silver adds up things being like, this isn't my world, but Jet's like sticking with it for so long, being like, wow, this set looks really good. There was good. never a hallway here before. What? Where's all the cast? I don't remember this scene. What are we doing yet? Where's the crew? And it's like, oh my God, come on, Jet. <laughs> as soon as you just went past this door where usually there was nothing behind it and you see you a bunch of other stuff that people. isn't there, you Walking should be able to around. figure this out. Yeah. 
but he goes out into this hallway and he's freaking out and then he just comes up some security guys come up and trank him or something and drag him away so this is where i like the premise of this movie yeah but it doesn't necessarily fall apart but it makes basically no sense if you think about it for two seconds well sure is that how do these two worlds exist yes we we, we because talked the stuff, about this we'll quickly see that things that have already been filmed as scenes for jet's show in jet's world are have things that have actually happened in but silver we, we also world. don't know a time the time lines i mean it seems to be do we? i mean the timelines aren't necessarily important but it seems that the explosion scene that they filmed at yes. the top of the movie had already happened. Happened, and Correct. the yes, events yes, from yes. that are continuing in Silver's world. Yes, and quite later on but in the movie, they're also in they, the script. They of talk the about show. the script, yes. and the script is exactly what's going to be happening in that world. Yes. But they don't go into the creators of the world being the writers Which or anything. Is, well, yes, so. That's why I think the writers, whatever the writers write down is what becomes That's what makes actuality sense. in the silver server, it, silver fox. But then it world. just implies that this is a separate dimension, but the dimensions are directly connected. And then there also seems to be a kind of a reciprocal thing where things that Jet does in Silver's world ends up coming off that Silver did those things in that world. So yeah, it's one of those things that's like a time travel movie, but even more quickly falls apart if you think about it so we'll try not to be too nitpicky and fixate on that too much but back in jet's world silver gets picked up by jet's mom yes to escape from the press conference or something and they drive four days yeah she picks them up and it's maybe afternoon and by the time she drops them off it's like 8 p.m she is divorced 9 p.m she drops him off at midnight jet's dad's house and yep it's dark they were in a convertible the convertible top was down down now it's night and it's up so they were driving for quite a ways and at one point she says yeah it's something like yada 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 that's what moms are for and silver just goes mom Mom. that maybe he doesn't i think he doesn't know his mom in his world and that's where i remembered reading that mom uh, stands for objective matrix or whatever major... stands for mom so i thought that was gonna be like some greater connection and it wasn't didn't turn out to be which yeah. it doesn't really matter one way they or another. set it up to it all she drops him off silver goes into jet's house and then we meet his dad who there's flyers on his table for mayor for sheriff sheriff to be reelected, which basically is only there as set dressing and i assume him being sheriff is more important in the show yeah, his, his dad answers the phone and he says what does he say dad and he's like no the, so the, the dad barber, opens the, answers the door but he's on the phone yes and he says dad what no i'm the milkman milkman that's to be really about. sassy and it, it makes sense within like the context of him being like that's a stupid thing to say to me yeah. but it also allows us to be like this is his dad if yes. we didn't know that already which we did not no because we did not watch the show and the dad just keeps saying he's hey all- i'm on the phone when it's extremely clear he is on the phone he says that for the whole scene yeah and later on in the scene he says that at least one or two more times i'm on the says, phone i'm on the phone he'll pull that away to show you so yeah we see his dad his dad is in like two other scenes in the movie Basically only has to be in the movie because he's in the show. He's on the phone. And it'd be weird for him to not be in the movie. That makes sense. The Correct. grandma comes in with a bunch of groceries. She steals the whole movie. Sure. Senile Gma. So Maybe. 
we'll see more of them, I guess. Yes, we will. So he goes, uh, Silver goes up to Jet's room, which is luckily decorated with lots of helpful things he can hold up to answer plot questions. So we see a picture, which makes sense that it is Jet's headshot, like an actor would have. But he has it framed framed on his desk. The picture of him underneath says Jet Jackson. So then he turns, that's him. And he looks up at the wall and sees a poster of Silverstone. That's me. That's me. So Silver, much smarter than Jet, already starting to piece together some of these things going on. But that is very funny. Yes. Decorating your room with plot important things. He also has a picture of like Kayla that gets held up shortly. Yeah, his girlfriend. Well, love interest. Because he had already talked to Booger, or not Booger. Whoa. Boom. <laughs> You're thinking of Boomer from Mom's Got a Day with a Vampire. But speaking of JB, <laughs> JB slides through his window. Through the window, he breaks through the room. Silver almost. Yeah, yeah he starts he does, to attack him. He flips him, him. He flips him yeah, over onto his the, back the onto the bed. And yes. JB's like, wow, that's so that cool. That awesome. So Silver is very smart. Basically, everybody in Jet's world, though, which makes sense because Jet is dumb in the alternate world, is very dumb and does not pick up on like, oh, it's just, hey, Jet, you're being kind of weird, but they don't really suspect anything beyond that. But because even JB's like, JB writes down his name because he thinks Jet's doing a a bit where he doesn't (laughs) remember his name. So it's like, well, now we know JB because this character is very stupid. And the movie does a hilarious thing where Jet has a basketball hoop on his wall. And he hits like three, two, three shots. The movie buries JB's ability to make hoops because he shoots three times. And one's like just like hard as shit, bouncing off the wall. Yes, the first two are ridiculous misses. (laughs) Luckily, they do let him hit one in the yes, end, but it is. Third I would have charm. loved it if they just, yeah, the rule of three. <laughs> he hits it, the thing just falls off the wall. Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, and then JB's pushing, hey, so you didn't say you were going to like stop doing the show. I'm, no. hey, I'd love it if you did because I'm tired of only spending half the time with my best friend. Uh, Kayla would like it too, but she's really upset with you now. And Silver's like, Kayla and luckily he JB just has a picture, a picture. that Kayla. Jet has says Kayla it's mm, like that okay. Jack Nicholas gift yeah I'll see so that kind of uh, sets up the dynamics that Silver is able to understand and here's in my notes where I say Jet is very stupid <laughs> because he does not pick up on what's happening and is still asking people where's the crew and I don't understand Artemis desperately tries to explain things to him to be saying, hey, you are silver. Because this is mission operation matrix or whatever. Because he's just waking up from being knocked out, isn't he? He's like laying on the bed and they're like talking about him. He's like, you have missions to do. I am assigning you these missions to do with Hawk. (laughs) So this is where we find out that the explosion scene from the beginning of the movie was real. Yeah. And then there's some kind of... They watch videos... Yeah, there's a security footage where, hey, this doctor was here in the beginning, but now he's here Alive. there. Yada, yada, yada. It makes no sense. And I, I don't know why they did that. I don't know if that was like a time warp, a time. So what it is, thing. is without really, we can finally say what the name of the villain is, which is Crag. Crag. But it's spelled, I think probably spelled K-R-A-G, but a lot of times people enunciate it as just being like Crag. Craig. Yes. So we yeah, just like it goes to. goes back and forth. So I like just to think the villain's name is Craig. God damn it, Craig! 
And he has the ability to alter molecular stuff. So it's implied that this guy that they're like, oh, he was the assistant. He was there and now he's here. It was Craig. So he was the doctor that was alive. So he's, yeah, but he's dead. Oh, he shows up dead. So it's like, oh, Craig pretending to be him to escape from the explosion or something. Yes. All that matters is it leads to them taking a helicopter ride to Chicago because Chicago is a place in this television show and alternate dimension and they go there and yeah it's a wasteland there's literally nothing there and this is where they say oh it was done by crag crag Crag, you bastard (laughs) because crag has the ability molecular shit or whatever somehow fuck everything dimensional travel something and he snatched chicago he can change colors in the air sure (laughs) no that's just dramatic effect so it is funny that silver's world the outside of it it looks almost post-apocalyptic, but that might be just because we're looking at Chicago that isn't there anymore. <laughs> but it's colored in a way like the TV show probably is, where television and movies don't look like real life does. You know, when you film your own footage, it just looks kind of bland because in post-production and stuff, they alter the colors, make uh, things pop a little bit more. No. Great example is Mad Max Fury Road. The orange sand, the the ridiculous yeah. highlight of colors. That's yeah. not how the movie looked when they were filming it. No. That's how, you know, that's the movie magic. Movie magic. So it is funny that that is still how this world looks, even though this world is a reality and the way it looked before in some of that, the special effects and whatnot, would have been because it was a TV show. Again, don't think about it too much. So then a really dumb thing happens where Artemis shows up at Chicago and he did not ride with them. And then they said, oh, I thought you were still at the base. No, I had to come see it for myself. Hey, this is fucked up shit. You guys should go to New York because I hear Craig is going to be there. So they're like, okay, sounds good. They get in the helicopter, leave him behind. Yeah, if they were thinking, yeah, we're going to leave Artemis here. How is he? How did he get there? How is he getting back? It doesn't matter because the whole point is yes, the dramatic reveal. It's Craig. That Artemis was Craig the whole time. But maybe not when what's his name yes. first arrived. No, not the whole time. No, no, not Just the whole that time. Scene. Just that time. It's not that it's he confusing. knocked out Craig did not knock out Artemis. He just reveals that he wanted them to go to New York. So uh, was, master plan. Was Craig. Craig ever the girl? Yes. Spoiler alert. We'll get to I, another dramatic Craig eh, reveal. He's everybody. He's everybody at one yeah. point or another. So then in the real world, Silver is walking with JB to school and they yes. happen across a teacher that works at their school and he's hammering in a for sale sign, which is not right. really how that works. Usually you have realtors do that because they have to put their face on it. But since this is, yeah. they're not going to create a character that's a realtor. <laughs> it's Mr. Dupree, who is the most teacher-ass teacher. He's got a southern drawl kind of thing. He's got glasses on that have the, the hanging strap in the yeah. back. They were joking with him about wearing a suit of some sort. Yeah. Hey, so he, he's obviously... don't you need to get to school? He's like, no, boys, there is no more school for me. I'm moving. I move. Or they said, oh, you moving up? No, nah, boss, I'm moving I'm out. Moving out. Jet, you done fucked us right in the ass. Because Jet, stopping the show, the town depends on the show so much, presumably partially through taxes, that the school has to make cuts because he is not doing the show. So that means that Mr. Dupree is no longer going to be employed at the school. (laughs) It goes deep. So then 
Silver's kind of processing that and JB's like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. Hey, by the way, Jet, you don't need to feel bad for screwing everybody's lives. And Silver's like, yeah, okay, problem solved. I, I do not feel bad at all. <sighs> so then uh, I thought a fairly funny scene where Silver's at school and still just being kind of socially inept where JB's talking to him and then Kayla comes up because they have lockers next to each other. And she's talking, and then Silver says something, and then she does the whole, Oh, I'm sorry, did you hear something, JB? I didn't hear anything. Was that was that a bug? And then he <laughs> oh. says, Oh, why is she ignoring me? And then she's just like, Bye. And JB's, Bye. Mm-hmm, I wonder why. And then Silver tries to apologize, and then it doesn't work. But then Kayla does a weird thing where she's like, I guess I should be sorry, because I shouldn't have expected anything from a famous Oof. guy. And Oof. it's just like... Okay, this is getting kind of weird, but then we get the best character in the movie, Tank. Yeah. Tank, the bully jock, comes up and says, Hey, fuck you, famous boy. My parents worked on your show. You're Dude, ruining everything. Pretty much. And I, I wish I would have known this now. Might as well mention this now. That those two in the show were best friends. In the famous Jet Jackson. In the show, they're best friends. We learn that later on because... Is it the, the dad? dad says, you guys, you, you guys what's wrong with you friends. and Tank? You're good friends. And but he's like a complete asshole. Hey. He's like one of the worst villains or bullies we've had in a decom. Yeah, maybe, but. And he looks like he's 30. He is one of the oldest looking kids we've seen <laughs> in one of these movies. Which if he's a character from the show, maybe makes sense because he would have been three years younger when the show started. But that still would have put him out like. 27 playing a a 16 year old or something what the heck but as far as motivations for people to bully somebody having the character be the result of your parents losing their jobs isn't the worst thing but it still begs the question of how does the show work because the show shows film in places outside of hollywood they get tax breaks it does bring in some business but it's not like the walking dead does not employ the entire state of georgia (laughs) Some people could work on this show. They might be local cameramen from, I don't know, news stations or public access TV. Still fairly unlikely. They work in catering. There's a limit to how many people could be employed for this show that operates outside of the studio industry setting where there just happens to be all of these industry folks who apparently had no jobs in this area before but existed there. Because I don't think it's implied that they moved out there to work on the show. They were just already there. Yeah. And yeah. it was very serendipitous that yeah. the show gave Who them kn- employment. Who knows? Who knows? So then back in Silver's world, Jet and Hawk go to New York and basically immediately run into Craig. Because Craig, Craig can travel through dimensions. So he just makes a tear, pops out, has the most ridiculous pair of goggles. They're not just normal goggles. They're not steampunk. They're like plastic. Wrap around your whole head. (laughs) The strap goes over his head to the back, and he doesn't take them off in a cool way. He just like slides them off of his head (laughs) to the side, and they look like the things that would come with Happy Meal toy? Yeah, a Happy Meal toy, a, a for, like, old laser kids. tag. Yeah, I, the Scholastic Book Fair spy equipment yeah. sets or whatever. Yeah. Something with really that. Cheesy, we see him one more time in the movie and it's just... See it from behind the back We of see it from the back and it doesn't even look like it lines up with the <laughs> middle of his head. It's just a complete disaster. <laughs> but he's, he shows up 
and is like, hmm, my master plan, I'm Craig. Craig. Uh, I'm both taking places and people to my own dimension where I am the ruler. I am King Craig. Where it's also sepia tone. So he takes Chicago, was taken to this separate dimension. And he yes. says, hey, you and Lady Hawk, you are going to be in my world soon. Look at that clock. And it's like 11.58 and 30 seconds. And they just start at running. At 12 o'clock. All of New York City will be in my dimension. Yeah. And then we get one of the most baffling, you can't even call it a chase scene they're because running, they're running away they're from running. something, but they're running and from, they try to make it more dramatic by doing a bunch of slow-mo. Slow-mo. And it's just ridiculous. Like they're running for five minutes. They're running forever, but it's in slow-mo, it's so that's like why minute. it's only been like 30 seconds. Yes. But it all leads up to them we, jumping off into some yeah, water. Because we don't know what they're really running from. Where's the epicenter? Where are they going? Why is the water going to save them? It doesn't just, make any sense. It's fucking crag. It doesn't make God any sense. Goddamn crag. So as they're jumping into the water, and then it's like a whole like atomic bomb goes yes, off. They barely miss the explosion behind them. They bob up up or is the water. It an, is it an implosion? Who knows? Yes, they're probably in the Hudson, I would think. Dirty water. They're yeah. bobbing up and there's nothing. There's, everything's gone. They're in most likely not actual New York City, <laughs> but they also turn behind that. and it looks like the desolate landscape of Chicago where it just was snatched up, but not any of the water. He's like, hey, I just want the land. I don't want the, the no, bay or anything. And they, they I climb. don't want the Brooklyn Bridge. Just leave the no, Brooklyn Bridge cut it. off. And they climb back up and they're on, they're on some solid ground now when peekaboo, here comes Craig again. God damn it, Craig. Slicing, slicing through space-time continuum. He says, surprise, bitch, it's me, Craig. And he's like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess I didn't get uh, you, but I will. But then, so Why Craig's, didn't he just do like, something like quick, like, like... If he could appear out of anywhere, he could have <laughs> just pulled them in. Yeah. But then, so Craig then goes back into his But they chase portal, him. And then Jet is able to get in, but Hawk is not. Mm, correct. So then Jet lands through, and it just looks like New York, but it's another interesting thing where, oh, it's sepia-toned, yes. so it's kind of not quite black and white, and we, we but that see kind like, of like brownish tinge. We see people kind of moving around like robots, you it's know, just kind of like zombies, zombies. zombies. Yeah. And, but then, like, he thinks to himself, he's like, no sound. And no color. Yeah, and no color. He does say that, too. So it wasn't I, thinking, oh, this is kind of just a cool, dramatic take. Yeah. But no, that is how it actually looks. Yes. So unlike what we were just talking about, how the world of silver kind of yes. looks dramatic because that's how it looks. It's not because it's a TV special effect. No. This is one where we thought it was a TV special effect or something. But no, that's how the world looks. Yeah. But because Jet went through of his own will through the portal. He's he not a zombie fight. Still here. He's, yeah. But his he own voice. sepia tone. Yes. Who knows? But nobody else can hear him. He's wandering around. Waving in front of people's faces. Hey, hey, can you hear me? And then Hello? comes across cronies that he had seen previously. Or yes. He and, just knows are and Craig's cronies. So if all these people are under this like weird spell, almost kind of like they are in uh, Halloween Town, why are his cronies just like walking the streets? Because they went into the portal with Craig. Who well. knows? Uh, we should also mention there is a, a cool... He looks up in the His sky eye. and there's a giant eye looking down. And, and later the, the eye movie, of Craig. Later in the movie, we see him looking into like a world. He looks sure. down into the world. And like at one point, he looks at Paris and stuff like that. Um, but It doesn't make a lot of sense. But so, it was a scene that I felt very much would have been in like the commercials for this movie. You'd be like, whoa, what's happening in Jet Jackson world? There's a crazy eye in the sky. <laughs> so... When he sees the cronies, so this is Jet, not Silver. Correct. And he tries to engage in, like, fighting them. And they just simply just, like, 
move out of every kick yeah. and punch or whatever. And like the one guy like just kicks him down. He's like, oh, this isn't going to be like the show at all. And then he just runs away. Yeah, he runs away. But then starts to fight them. And then he's really good. He yes. fights them in, a, like, a park. A park. He's and running And then all of a sudden has skills. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. So there's a, a, a decent fight scene. Probably better than some of the other it, fights. No, in the I, I, I really liked it. The way that he utilized the swings. And, and he the... steals this kind of crystal, metallic crystal blade type thing from one of the cronies. Which is what slices through And he knows time. that that's how it works. Because I think he saw Crag have Crag, it. So then he slices through and jumps back through the portal. Yeah. Which lands right where he was before, not... Next to a hawk. Yeah. And it's like no time had passed because she's just still laying there like that she he's just able to control it. it or whatever. And who knows how much time had passed in that world. Yeah. Was but it just hawk five minutes? Was there. it an hour? Who knows well, how long? The idea was, at least <clears throat> presumably you could think that when he went through the portal before, it could have been yes. where he was. But also Craig wasn't there, so that doesn't really make sense. But this one, he was just cut it anywhere, and he then can choose where he appears to. Yeah. Not that like a mile away or something. Yeah. Whatever. Back in the real world, yes. but is it the real world? Mm. It's the real world. There's a bike trip where Jay, Jet, Scott, I, too many fucking names. Yes, Silver to- goes on a bike ride with JB and Kayla. He, he talks to Grandma before that, doesn't he? Is that when he had a little talk? Or yeah, just- it's to set up that he's starting to have a bit of a fun relationship with Grandma. Yes. But I thought most of that was just, hey, do I have a bike? And the Grandma's like, yeah, you have a bike. So then he gets on his bike. <laughs> but Silver still uses proper safety yes, procedures. Yes, and his friends have the helmets too. And then they run into Tank. Tank and his goons. Yes. They're all wearing their Letterman jackets and they stop them on their fun it's bike ride. It's kind of like Craig's, you know, squad in the other <laughs> very, dimension. Very true. Oh, I didn't even think about that. How, wow. Well, don't think too much. <laughs> wow. So they're kind of having a thing where it's still about, hey, you're fucking everything up for this town. Yeah. They're about to throw down. Uh, Silver pulls out a prop from the show because he thinks it's going to work and do something special. Oh, yeah, but it it's, doesn't. Yeah, it's going to like push him back like a, a ways. It's like a force shield thing. Yeah, but right as soon as they're about to start throwing down hands or something. Papa. Dad, the sheriff, pulls up. Just gets Jet, though. Leaves the other people behind because he's like, Jet, you got some scenes to shoot. So then brings him in the car. And this is where we hear the dad say, you and Tank used to be such good friends. And they, you know, have a little bit more of a moment. And the dad says, essentially, hey, I know that when you've had enough, you've had enough. So if you don't want to do this show anymore, that's fine. That's and fine. it's so much pressure put on this kid. Not just he's probably supporting his family for the no. most part. He's supporting this whole town. He's getting bullied. Even probably some of his friends like JB's like, hey, I really <laughs> like Mr. Dupree. So maybe you should do the show. True. Jet. So Silver then does, he goes to do his scenes, and this is where we learn that they've been rewritten, and the rewrites seem to reflect stuff that has happened in Silver's world by Jet. So it's like, was this the original plot? We don't know, but it is now commenting on, in the show, Silver is saying stuff that is related to what happened in New York. Yes. Now this has explained how the connections and the feeding off of one another is happening, But hey, just go with it. Just go with it. So presumably the scene gets done. But in Silver's world, Jet is back at Mission Operations Matrix or whatever. Sitting on the roof, looking at the moon. Then Hawk comes out and they have a little bit of a moment. And she says, 
you really aren't silver, are you? And mm. then he has the really deep line and says, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know who I am. Maybe I am silver. Let's just settle down. Okay, settle down, Chet Jackson. It's not that deep. But this parallels with silver in jet's world where he's on the Gina. porch and he's sitting there and then grandma comes yeah. out and, and i didn't pay a whole lot of attention in her but, senile state but she understands she's the only person in that you world know, to understand really jet that you're he is not jet and he's yeah, like yeah i'm i don't know if he says he's silver so the grandma knows that he's from another dimension yes. or another world yeah she does not seem too freaked out by it because she's senile but she imparts some this is one of those scenes where now I've seen enough of these movies where I kind of just is like, I know what the point of this scene is, yes. and I kind of just tune them. out. This is decom family usually, moments. Usually it's with a sibling or a parent. Yeah. This time or it's with... In Johnny Tsunami, it can be a grandparent. Yeah, that's a but fair. this is where we maybe... Well, this maybe, is not a grandparent. This is yeah, a great-grandmother. does seem to call him her great-grandson. My great-grandson. <laughs> sure. Okay. Let's not worry about that too much, but... She must be very old. So Silver quickly the next day makes up with Kayla in front of JB's family store. And I think he goes in like the cop's car and like cranks the radio to play a song that he had said or that Jet had said was his favorite song. And the mom played it and they're slow dancing in front of the store. It's like, okay, sure. There's a lot going on in this movie. And this was probably important payoff for the fans of the show. show, But it does feel very half-baked and shoved in. Nothing for, for the movie. this movie. And uh, they go to the last day of shooting. Silver's in his trailer playing a fake uh, video game handheld yeah. that he got from Hounded, probably. Gotta have it. Mom pops in, talks to him. Hey, you don't need to worry about the show ending because, hey, I sorted things out. She goes outside it's and there's everybody's a Everybody's happy. They have signs, though, which almost made it seem like maybe they're protesting him. but. Jack. The signs will say, you're great, Jet, but we don't actually see them because the only people in the crowd we see are characters that had already been shown in the movie. So it's a lot of his family members and friends. Yeah, they're going to be fine with him not doing the show. It would have been more impactful to see just random people. Well, and then Buster the Bully. Yeah, we see Tank. Tank. Tank's like, yeah, man, what's up, dude? What's good, brother? He has turned over a huge leaf. Where just, <laughs> All of them. Yeah, my parents, uh, they straightened me out. You're the man. I love you again, Jet. Okay, awesome. Who knows? The, the real tank. I don't know. Please stand up. So then they head in to shoot the final scenes, and uh, they hear that the network has made some changes because this is going to be the final episode of the show now. So they've got some last-minute rewrites. And this is not how television production works. Where they had, if this is the last day of shooting, they have probably filmed 95% of the content of this episode. And yeah. now they're going to film maybe a few more scenes, and that's going to be the ending. But also, shows and movies do not always film in sequential order of what happens in the movie. They yeah. can do it out of order based on scheduling and things like that. But this reminds me of how WWE implies that it operates because in the realm of professional wrestling, professional wrestling, of course, is treated as if it's real, but also the shows Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown are treated as if they are real promotions and sporting events. Yeah. And a lot of the time what WWE does on a Monday Night Raw is the first segment of the show will be somebody coming out, talking on the mic, cutting a promo, saying like, oh, yada, 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 you suck. Then the general manager would come out and say, oh, well, here's the main event. 
it's going to be you because you said this guy sucked against the person you said sucked. Yeah. And that implies they went into this event that is being filmed live without knowing what actually was going to be happening on the show. And there are some times where people are backstage doing wrestling stuff and then they get mad they're put in a match. They showed up not knowing what they were going to be doing (laughs) or not expecting to actually wrestle. And it's just, this is a multi-million or billion dollar company and this is asking us to suspend disbelief that realistically, (laughs) this is how television happens if it's just made up on the fly. That's right. And that is what the famous Jet Jackson is telling us is this is how it happens. The network of all people dictates how the show ends which can sometimes happen uh and they're making rewrites on the day we were supposed to film the last scenes yeah because jet wants to throw the towel in he's a quitter uh thank you for allowing me that tangent uh so then silver gets the script and he reads it to see how the show's ending and then he does something that neither silver or jet had thought of up to that point walk through the fucking portal he walks through the portal which is still on the set it's still plugged in and still working and he goes through and boom he's back home (laughs) and he finds jet (laughs) just it was it was i mean i could understand jet not trying that but silver's smart and realistically that should have been the first thing you do if this was a different movie you get sucked through this portal you're there first fuck yeah what the fuck is oh this is different world you immediately go through and you try and then it doesn't work yes and usually this would be more of a oh i need to figure out a way to get back and then they could still go with some of the events but they they didn't play out I mean, that would have been a more cliche storyline, but it just makes people seem very stupid the in writers, this movie. The writers just didn't know how to get them back. Yes, the Jet Jackson movie was being uh-huh. written By as it went along. They were making shit up late in the, <laughs> the script. So then he sends Jet back through the gate. They say, hey, you go through. I'll take care of this. You go back to your world. Hey, you got yeah. a real nice world. I'd hate for something to happen to yeah. it. So then Jet learns from the crew guy that silver stone is going to die in the final episode that's in the script yes and correct. silver had read that and knows that's going to happen he's accepted his fate he's sacrificing himself for jet so he starts to read the script and as he's reading it we see what's we happening to, in silver's world to jet. To silver no or, yeah or, we, or, we cut to silver because jet's reading oh Crag is yes. at Solaropolis doing yes. his master plan. So we see Crag there. This is where we see him looking through like a globe and like, oh, looking that's at Paris. Paris. I sucked up Paris. Yeah, okay, yeah. Crag, whatever. Yeah. Artemis and Hawk are there. Silver shows up, is fighting him. Oh, but then he gets a laser pointed at him. Yeah. Crag is flipping some switches and there's a laser pointed at him. But then he says, oh, I'm going to flip this other switch that is the actual laser. So he has a laser-guided <laughs> laser, but it's only one of the lasers that would actually kill Silver. And before he laser. flips the switch, who comes swinging in? Batman. It's Grant. better. Better than <laughs> all of those. It's Jet Jackson. Jet Jackson, my hero. The, the ultimate crossover. He swings in, hits Craig. Uh, Silver's like, hey, how about you hit the power button? Because this is the most obvious control panel where it's like, laser, tilt. I guess one of them says tilt for how to aim it. And then off. So, oh, he hits off the off switch. And then they have a fight. 
it's largely Artemis and Hawk fighting, and it's really slow and kind of poorly choreographed. Yes. Not very exciting for the climax, but something that does happen that is very exciting. In this whole mix-up, it happens at one point where all of a sudden we look, and we had been dealing with Jet and Silver, so two people that looked identical, but now there are three of three them. Three of them, yes. And we get the dramatic best line in the movie from Artemis, where he says, one of them's Craig. And that was a great scene. I, great moment. I, yes, couldn't and, control and, and, my and, laughter and it, here. And there's like a some great music going on and it's actually pretty good dramatic and it spins around for like it is it is the good the bad and the ugly of a minute do 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 oh who's gonna pull the gun to shoot and it's just yeah cutting between the eyes and the eyes and And then we get some voiceover of grandma something she said that i don't remember it's something like oh i knew you weren't jet because your eyes are different Uh. and that oh jet's eyes look like this but then they both attack somebody. So that explains maybe how Silver knew who wasn't Jet. But it doesn't explain how Jet knew who yeah. wasn't Silver. Correct. But they both attack Craig. Hey, it's Craig. He like kicks him on the legs and he does like a flip. And then he's just done. That's it. Yeah. It's over. They win. And this is reminding me that and we and forgot his, the scene. His face fades away to the, the Craig Yeah. Face. But there was another scene where the girl is actually secretly Craig for a bit. Yeah, and, and that's what I mentioned earlier, but I don't really remember that at all. Yeah, it's, oh, she's saying something, they're like, that seems crazy. And then she tries to steal his, like, dagger thing Oh, that's back. right. And then he switches to be Craig, that's and they're right. like, God damn it, Craig! And he's like, hell right, you guys, you fucking got <laughs> me. He, he doesn't even, like, care. It's, like, literally, like, right in front of him. He could grab and just run away, but he just, ah, fucking. And then he portals leaves. out. And then here comes the girl down the hallway. And we should mention that girl. in New York is where he shows his face and then he shows that his face is burned. Yes. To be like, hey, fuck you, Jet, Jet or Silver. You left me in that explosion. Yeah. But no, Silver tried, tried to, to save, save him. You. And he closed the door. But he also has the power to never look like that. Yes. He can control what so he looks what like. It really matter? So it's not really that big a deal. But yes, the, the final one of them is Craig. Craig. My God, it's Craig! <laughs> Which I believe Craig is actually a character that was maybe in the show, but maybe not really? like the main villain, I think. Oh, rat. Rat. Yeah, same with the rat, but... Rat. So yes, they kick Craig, he's knocked out, he looks like Craig again. Craig. And then Hawk's like, oh wow, that was pretty fucking sick. How did you know who was who? And they don't even try to explain it, they're just like, eh, we just knew. We just knew. Oh, they said something about like... He didn't have the swagger, like he yeah, he wasn't as posture. cool as us. Yeah. Okay, sure, fuck you, movie. That's literally what it was. He just wasn't cool enough. Fuck you for caring. Yeah. So then we get some emotional reunions where Silver is reunited with Artemis and Hawk. They make out. Uh, Artemis uh, and Silver, that is. Jet and Silver have a little bit of a moment where they both come to realization that each of their lives is special. Yeah, because there was stuff in before Silver. Well. It's weird because it was Jet filming scenes as Silver, which apparently happened. So when Silver came over to Jet's world, he had had those scenes where he's saying, "Mm, I'm tired of mom, mission operation matrix or whatever. So now they're both are like, you know what? Our lives were pretty good. And it seems like Silver has the much rawer end of the deal because his life is him being in danger all the time. I don't know why he has to do these missions all the time, well, but he doesn't seem to have a choice. He gets forced on them by Artemis. 
now now the what's his name's locked and Jeff just per- he's an actor which and not to say isn't you know tough for a kid i mean you see how many child actors turn into meth addicts up, and so. you know uh but yeah it does seem that uh silver's life is a little bit worse yeah jet goes through the portal he meets up with you know mom and dad grandma his friends as well as oh before we can say the the nice lines of hey i'm jet jackson and i'm silverstone I don't need to choose who I am. Mm. And then Silver's like, yeah, anytime you want to see me, you just look in a mirror. That's right. Okay, sure. That's right. Jeff then meets up with Kayla because we got to wrap. Five minutes, all right, and action. All right, wrap it up. Uh, Jeff meets... Uh, I called him Jeff again. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. My name Jeff. So he meets up with Kayla and we see that everything is made up because they hold hands. Yeah. But this is kind of an other me situation where... All of the legwork of this relationship was done not by Jet. It was done by Silver, and he just gets to reap the benefits of it. True. But hey, they're just holding hands, so there wasn't any dramatic kiss or anything. No. And then the the agent producer comes up and says, Hey, Jet, I've been wanting to talk to you. And the dad says, Hey, don't pressure my son if he doesn't want to do the show. But luckily, Jet says, Hey, everybody. Stands upon his little soapbox. You know what? I'll keep doing the show because more years. you know it's tough, Four but more years. y'all need me. So the, oh yeah, three more years of the show. Oh, yeah, but not really because it's there was done in two more episodes. Two more episodes. <laughs> so, and my final line, which was my own editorializing, mm. is it might make my life suck, but I'll keep doing it. <laughs> so I don't really know what the the takeaway we're supposed to get from this movie is. Yeah, just like grin and bear it. It is a, a good message, but not a very decom message of, you know what? It's good for other people, so you should do it. It's a, like kind of the opposite of like, yeah, luckily the Irish, where I identified some pro-capitalist spins on that, oh, yeah. where this is doing it for the collective, doing it for the communal. Yeah, it's brainwashing our children. I mean, it is still a, a product of capitalism with this show, but so yeah, that was kind of an interesting thing. Just do what you're supposed to. Kind of like the message Conform. of The Last Jedi for Poe Dameron's character, which was you should just follow orders and not try to do random stuff and believe in your leaders, even if they're not telling you what their plan is. It's like, okay, I mean, I guess that's a lesson a character can learn, but it's kind of a weird one. Conform. So that was the Jet Jackson movie. movie. It is a weird one for us to rate. Not knowing anything going in but it still i felt existed fairly well outside of the show because obviously the show the silverstone character is not treated as a real person correct and that doesn't impact the show really beyond this point but i felt we were able to pick up on the majority of the yeah, important I, I, characters you could definitely watch were. you could yeah you could definitely watch the movie not knowing anything but i mean it definitely makes a lot more sense and puts the pieces together yeah. knowing i don't know the if background I, on the characters if and the relationships was, I don't know if even if it was have. more. Actually, I wouldn't watch it even if it was on Disney Plus. But if I had to choose a Disney Channel show other than Corey in the House to watch, yeah. if it was on Disney Plus, I feel like the premise of this seems like a cool premise for a kids show. Yeah, the the show within a show type yeah. thing. It's not really like anything else. Lizzie McGuire is just she's a girl. Does she talk to like the camera? Yeah. Okay. Even Stevens, a family oriented thing. Those are still more unique because then eventually you get into a lot of like the laugh track shows and that's been basically Disney Channel for 15 years or something. Um, 
And of those shows, is I there think a laugh I, track in that zombie shit? No. Oh, thank God. I'm, I'm talking about the shows. I'm talking oh, about Wizards of Waverly oh, okay. Place, Hannah Montana. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, of that era, I wasn't watching much, but I no. enjoyed oh, the yeah. Nickelodeon live action shows more. Yeah. Drake and Josh, iCarly, that kind yeah, of Amanda, stuff. Amanda, please. But for a children's television show, I think this seemed It'd be like all right. pretty good. And it's for a movie that so the show so the movie's not on there is the show on disney plus no, no nothing that's weird yeah so it is an anomaly and it is something that is not easily accessible for us to really say hey go out and watch it but and i enjoyed it and left feeling better it left a better impression of just being maybe hollow in some ways for us not knowing everything from the show as opposed to us feeling hollow and empty inside as some decoms leave us feeling. Yeah. I don't think we really complain too much about it. No, there's some fun stuff to laugh and make fun yeah. of. And there is kind of a bit of mind fuck if you try to think about how these two worlds exist. Yeah. But they're informed by one another. But that's just fun. Yeah. Whereas Something like Hounded left us exhausted uh, in some ways. And yeah. at the very bottom of, you know, ready to run, it's just devoid of entertainment and anything <laughs> of value. So that was the Jet Jackson, the real, the real famous the real Jet, Jet Jackson, Jackson the yeah. movie. Silver Surfer. Silver Fox. Two. T-O-O. T-O-O. <laughs> uh, so this has been... A whole, a whole new, pod. new pod. Not to not to blow your mind or anything. Yeah. If you wanna, if you were somebody who watched Jet Jackson as a kid and have memories, fond or otherwise, write in. Let us know more of what that show was like because please. At the most, I'd read Wikipedia plot synopsis of episodes, but I'm probably not even gonna do that. <laughs> you can email us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at a whole new pod, all one word. You can follow Jacob on the Twitter, uh, Jacob underscore Telejohn. As he mourns the loss of sports betting, uh, daily fantasy sports when coronavirus has killed all sports. It has. It's going to kill me next. Uh, Jacob underscore Telejohn, J-A-C-O-B underscore T-E-L-L-I-J-O-H-N. And in lieu of having any emails to read, last episode we had a bit of lucas story time with my story about brad r's cats attacking or not really attacking old coins best offer so we have teased it now for two episodes dustin the phrase we said old coins best offer yes so a little history for jacob dustin and i and we kind of went in with this for like the first episode of the podcast that we weren't really huge friends in high school but no. towards the end of senior year of high school, no. we were hanging out. More. I don't even know how I started hanging out with Lucas. It was a I mistake. I don't know why it happened. No, no. Well, you I, were kind of a novelty. I still don't it's like, know. hey, this fucking crazy television <laughs> guy, he's so wild. Who Same, knows? I, uh, try to contain the stories I could tell. But yeah. so somehow television started coming around more and we were spending more time. And then once we were in college, I'd yeah. come home for a weekend or for breaks, and a lot of what we would do... Thrifting. We would go thrifting. <laughs> thrift a lot of our regular hits would be we'd hit thrift shops, usually yeah. just one, and then go to like Mickey D's and yeah. eat some dollar, dollar millionaire menu. items. That's right. And the store we would almost always go to was the Salvation Army run one. Yeah, because they would always have 50% off yeah, sales it's on It's not Fridays. so much relevant who ran it. It was... That it had the deal <laughs> on Fridays yeah. after 5 p.m. Uh, five or, or something. Or six or something. Where yeah. it went into super sale mode where <laughs> yeah. 
Most items in the store were 50% off. Yeah, so that's literally like a shirt for like 80 cents. Which tells you about the quality of stuff that they were selling is it was very low. I got some good stuff there, though. Largely just for people to get stuff really cheap. And that's that's fine for people to get clothes, but that led to me and Dustin a lot of time (laughs) having nothing of interest for us to buy. But Jacob basically felt obligated to never leave with all the hundred items. Yes. And Jacob, you know, <laughs> maybe slightly a, an undiagnosed hoarder. <laughs> yeah. So he would get lots of stuff. This was also around the time when I was doing a lot more YouTube. So I would always have my camera on me. Yes. Back when he was Mr. YouTube as opposed yes. to now Mr. I can't make our videos <laughs> for YouTube, Mr. YouTube. Yeah. Also, another side note is Jacob... Even though these shirts and clothes could sometimes be very cheap, and often he did this at other thrift stores as opposed to this, <laughs> would sometimes go into the changing rooms, put on something he wanted to buy, and would then just walk out of the <laughs> store wearing it. So just uh, let the world judge him more for that terrible act of stealing from a thrift store. It happened. So yes, this was a situation where Jacob had camera ready. Yes. Looking for hot vlog hot content, even yes. though he was a terrible vlogger and never was able to really Daily stick with it. Daily school vlogs. So we were kind of perusing around, and a lot of the time we would fall in these situations, me and Dustin were. We would get in there, maybe 15 to 20 minutes later, I was done, and it was just us killing time. <laughs> Another hour. I mean, like, Telejohn, are you ready? Jacob, let's go. I'm hungry. Let's go to McDonald's. And he'd be like, no, let's keep going. And without being too mean... Around this time, sometimes Jacob could have a bit of an odor. Oh, wow. uh, he was a big fan and probably still is of Axe body spray. Yeah. So uh, I think that was helpful for him to mask some of this stuff. But at this time, I was around Jacob when he was looking around some stuff. And I'm like, shit, he smells <laughs> bad. <laughs> but over time, we, to be nice to Jacob, found out that... The smell was not Jacob. There was an odor emanating from a certain corner (laughs) of the store, which usually had books and, you know, like some VHS tapes. And we saw a styrofoam (laughs) cup, not like the smaller size, but like a a double-sized styrofoam cup. And on the side of it, it was sitting on a shelf, which was weird because it was a book area. Somebody might have just just been drinking out of this cup or something, set it down after they finished. On the side of it was written... (laughs) The most the funniest thing that could be written on it. These are comedic words that it was a disgusting act, as we will reveal soon what happened. But these are, oh. I want to meet the person who wrote this on there. But on the side of the styrofoam cup was written, Old Coins Best Offer, which has us intrigued. Like I'm shit. a bit of a coin collector. Jacob is definitely a coin yeah. collector. Also, the fact that it was Best Offer... <laughs> Which implied that we could haggle. Yeah. And this is a bartering system. And that is not normally how this stuff worked in this thrift store. And it, there was a cover over it. Oh, yeah. Some kind of cover. And I don't remember who looked at it first. I don't know. But somebody looked at it and we found... I think it was a little girl looked no, at it. No, that, that comes oh, later. Sorry. Where some, one of us looked at it and we found out that... At this point, maybe not unsurprisingly, that the smell was coming from this cup. And it was... Filled with actual, I believe, human shit. shit. Not dog shit. It was somebody had shit into this cup, written on the side of it, and put it in the store. 
as far as we could tell, it wasn't somebody else's farming of YouTube content. This was just some nefarious <laughs> act that somebody did. And of course, Jacob is getting out his camera to like film it. And this Peaks video in. eventually... Like, I don't think we actually looked in it with our eyes. I think we used the camera first or something to look through it. Well, somebody, we had to figure something out. Yeah. But all of us were like, we, we started, knew what was there. We started camping it out, too. Yeah, well, you were filming it, and then Dustin was probably like, hey, what should we do? I'm like, I'm not fucking touching it. Uh-uh. So uh, we camped it out for a little bit. Yeah, we were watching it, and we saw a little <laughs> Other kid. Other people were smelling it. A little it. kid came up to it. <laughs> yeah, we were seeing very visibly that people were kind of, like, picking up, like, something's weird. <laughs> and then this kid saw it. He went up to the cup, looked in, and also probably looked like us, where he was horrified oh. to see what he found. <laughs> But he was responsible, and he took it to the bathroom yeah, and threw it away. Threw it away, probably not like down the toilet because no. I don't think it could have gone down. Oh. But he was the hero that we were not able to bring ourselves to be. Man, oh man! And Jacob was filming this great story, perfect content. The video he produced, terrible. <laughs> it came off as like clickbaity in like a way that it couldn't be because. You know, nobody oh. knew to what the story was. Whereas, no. if this was current YouTube, it would be a picture cool. of one of us, mouth uh-huh. open, picture uh-huh. of a cut, a cup, circle around it, arrows pointing Shit, at the like, cup, like fumes pouring out of it. Caught live on tape, gone sexual. Oh. But yeah, that was that's the story of Old Coin's best, best offer. offer. A joke I would never have made myself, but at least part of the joke I can respect as some of the funniest comedic writing <laughs> ever out there oh. uh so that is something we will never forget and yeah. now you probably will never forget and as you can live vicariously through us yeah wow throwback uh hopefully right. that story lived up to it being teased for basically a month worth of time now yeah. before we actually told it but i think it was a good one so if you want more lucas and jacob and often dustin story time we have other stuff in the chamber that we could bring out, so... Always story time. You can always just randomly write in and say, It's Quince! Yeah, it's hashtag Quince. story time. <laughs> and we can bring it to you. We already plugged our email and Twitter accounts, and now, with that great segue, I'll now say, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, do whatever you can on Google Play. Subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube. Like all the videos. All the videos, especially the... Hit the bell. Yeah. Run the playlists. uh, Share it with your friends. Friends, Comment. Coworkers. What the fuck is this garbage? Post it on Reddit. Comment. Old coins, best Best offer. offer. (laughs) Yes. Um, If you made it to this point at the end of the video, yes. Old coins, best offer in the comments. Write us a review if I didn't say that on Apple Podcasts. Just, yeah, get the word out there. We enjoy doing this podcast, but we would enjoy it more if we if knew more people a lot of people enjoyed yeah. it. Well, one of our videos hit over like 5.5K. We're almost over 15. That's it's an anomaly. That's an aberration. I don't know how that happened. 13th year, Who probably knows? in my opinion, like the a worst, C minus or D tier D com. People love it though. And we people talk shit. Hate us <laughs> people hate it for it. Hashtag Cody sucks. The first thing you see yeah. when you click on that video. 15,000 views closing in. Yeah, Not so, bad. and I know some of you have come onto the show through YouTube, so that's that's cool. So then, for yeah, until next time, with the Jenny Project, stay safe, stay, stay safe. stocked up on your TP. Don't go crazy though. You no, know? leave some for it's us. It's serious, but be reasonable. But yeah. the important thing we should take away from this is the cruise industry 
deserves to die. Wow. Even my immediate family bought it.